too much to say this morning. I said most of what I have to say already. Um, I'm not sure you keep Roshana, but uh, a lot of what I spoke about Roshana was uh, essentially. There's a point where you um, the point where you cut through uh, a lot of things that are peripheral and we recognize that uh, like I mentioned yesterday we we, we speak about recognizing that Hashem is the king recognize that we belong to Hashem that our own selves are not ourselves, our own selves don't belong to us. And that point is a, it's like, there's really, it's an imperative is what really takes place. It's not like uh, we think of ourselves as we think about it and we choose, especially we do choose because we have a free choice. But the facts are that, uh, that there's nothing else happening, period. That's what we realize that Hashem is the king. There's really nothing else going on. It's not like you, uh, you know, this guy will uh, be a carpenter, this guy will this, this guy will be religious. <laughs> There's really no such thing. That's not really what a person understands. A person understands that that is what life is. The beauty of that position is that uh, it's very easy. Not that nothing's easy, but it's easy in a person's mind to uh, be dedicated to their Torah, to their mitzvahs, and it's easy to straighten out because there's really nothing else taking place. It'd be, it's just like it's like craziness. I told you the uh, one of my uh, one of the jokes that I like very much is where the guy finds his friend on his hands and knees under a lamppost looking for something. So he says to the guy, "What happened?" He said, "I dropped a quarter. I'm looking for it at night." The guy said, "Help me!" So he gets down also his hands and knees, starts lurking around. After a couple of minutes, it's clear they've really like searched every inch of the place. So he says, look, tell me what happened again. I, I don't see anything. The guy says, look, he said, I, I, I was getting off the bus, you know, and as I stepped off the bus, you know, the, I heard the jiggling, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, and I, and I know I'm missing a quarter from my pocket, and I'm sure that's what, you know, what happened. It fell. He said, I said, wait a minute, the bus stop is, you know, half a block down. It's not here. It's all the way half a block back. The guy said, yeah, right, that's true. He said, well, if you think you lost it when you got off the bus, what are you doing over here looking under the lamppost? The guy said, because the light's better over here. You know, it's dark over there where the bus stop is. Now, that joke is is the foundation of many people's lives. That's that is that 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 joke is what guides many people's lives. The facts are that the facts are they're nowhere near what they're looking for. But the light's better over here, <laughs> you know. They know they know that the facts aren't what the facts aren't what they're doing. But the light's better. And they said, so it's like well, hey, you know, <laughs> it works." <laughs> Easier, etc. So once you put once you put those things together in your mind, you realize that's just you're just being nuts. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't, there's no connection. It's like your life is a non sequitur, or this particular aspect of your life is non sequitur. It has nothing to do with the facts. You're out to lunch. You're just you know there's no. Uh, it's just uh, kids going to sleep, you know, at night. So the, the mother hears him davening. He says, "Please, Hashem, you know, let let Paris be the capital of England." So she says, what kind of davening is that? He said, look, that's what I wrote on my exam. (laughs) 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 It's it's not going to make any, that's not the point. (laughs) 
Let the tefillah show, by the way. You're not allowed to daven that tefillah. <laughs> you can't daven that. But that's a, but, but it comes out like that. It comes out like a, it comes out that certainly what we're doing is a type of existential tefillah shove. It's an existential prayer that can't be prayed because you know it's no it's no connection when we when we once we once we uh, recognize that here yeah, that the world is God's and we are God's. And it's not like it's not like okay, there's the world and there's this, and then the, and then a new step. You know, who are we? What are we? We're a thing God made. Period. Just like all the other things God made. It's not. Uh, we're unique. We're unique, as we've mentioned so many times. We're, we're unique because we can different than all the other things that God made. We can deny what we are, but otherwise, we're just another thing God made. So you can, uh, as, as we said so many times, you can either you can. Be what you are, or you can make believe you're not that. But that's the best you can do. It was not going to be anything else. You just be yeah, you'll you, you look under the lamppost because it's more comfortable over there. That's all. You make believe you're something else, but you're not. There's no, it, you're not. Nobody is, and that's why you see the whole world. You know, I, before when I, when I was when I was younger, it was harder for me to understand watching people, especially as people as people. Uh, grow in years and they've been in their professions and you look, you see people are desperate they're still desperately looking for something they're desperate they're desperate see, you see B'nai Torah as they grow they're not, they're not looking, they're not searching they're trying to, they're trying to get it together <laughs> B'nai Torah are desperately just trying to get it together they're trying to get all their ducks in a row you know, before they leave this place that's what happens with B'nai Torah as they age you don't hear that stuff from there. You know, you don't find older Benito going, you know, I don't know what, what, what's going on, you know, what's my meaning? They're not, they're trying to, they're trying to, you know, they, the guy says, you know, what time, you know, when am I, they were actually, listen, I haven't written my swarm, when am I going to take care of my house, I got to write my Torah down. That's what Benito get worried about. At that time, it's like, what have I done with my life over here? I haven't written anything, I haven't done something, I start to worry about things. But that way, you know, what's happening? And when you see people in the world, no matter what they do, they, they're successful, this, and they're still looking, and then they're going to this, then they're joining the, uh, you know, this society and that society because they're looking. Because you spend your life in denial. That's what, and that's what most people do. So this is a time, this is a time, the Sesame Chuba, when we really, I mean, it was really Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the time you're supposed to really, you know, drop all that stuff. Rosh Hashanah was really the time. It's supposed to be, at this point right now, it's supposed to be in the, in the uh, swing of things. We, uh, we really now we'll sort of work our way up to the fine points of genuine tshuva. And as we're shown here, we've theoretically straightened out. We know God's the king. We know we're his. There's no, there's no games over here. There's no, uh, no, uh, no, no, uh, what a good boy am I for choosing, uh, you know, for choosing, what a, I'm such a good boy, I'm choosing the right thing. We understand this, what's happening. You know, you are, like I told you, like I mentioned so many times, yeah, you look at the furniture, look at the furniture in the room, and you recognize you're also a piece of furniture. Yeah, I'm also, I'm a table, I'm a chair, a teapot, I'm a teaspoon, maybe. <laughs> What's that little thing they use for the, for, the, uh, for the sugar? You ever see that? They have a little spot they used to take the people who eat sugar with the, in cubes. It's a little teeny pincers. <laughs> maybe I'm the little spot for the, uh, for the sugar. Prongs? Huh? Prongs, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be pretentious. Think of a table and a chair. Maybe I'm a little prongs to get the sugar out. You know, a little. <laughs> maybe that. But whoever looking to recognize, I'm a, I'm a piece of furniture in God's in God's house, in God's room, whatever that is. And uh, 
it's not that that's what that's why a person that's why a person all you can do you bow your head we fall on our face and then at this point then we're really if in theory we really grasp that in these days we're trying now to to remove all barriers between us and God and therefore we want to yeah, we want to do tshuva because it's, we have a mitzvah to do tshuva and we want to do tshuva because it's uh, because if that's what's happening, every slightest, every slightest distortion, every slightest bit of static, it's terrible. I mentioned lots of years in Yom Kippur when I when I first came to Israel. So phones bechla were a, a, a commodity. It was a premium. You had to bribe the people to bribe the uh, had to bribe people to get a phone. They, people paid the paid, paid they paid off to get a phone. Whoever had it. So most people didn't have phones, and uh, you go to the post office, especially the kochutzlarts, and you call kochutzlarts, you just have this big, you just have to pay your money. It's just like it was like a big static. You'd be yelling over the static, basically. You didn't have much of a conversation. But you were conversing. You said, hello, how are you? I'm fine. And you are fine. Good. Very good. Shalom Aleichem. Hi. Good. Shalom. Hi. Fine. That's, it was, you couldn't have a really detailed conversation. So imagine here, we're even in contact. We even are aligned with Hashem, but we have, the, you know, we have all this crazy static, you know, barely there. Okay, it's, believe me, it's fantastic. That's something. I don't hear anything about the line. Yeah, so then, uh, then we, that's, that's more learning, my son. And that's more learning. I, I, I just I was looking, you know, if you look in the, um, the same Tehillim that I mentioned yesterday, so you see the the Medrashil and Mamash sits out to explain that you, you can see from the Lashon of Tehillim, Mamash tells him that the Tehillim are Torah, the Chidos are Torah, Mamash every Mashalim are Torah. Okay, that that takes learning. There's no the the we we are if if there's a particular challenge these days. I mean, there's a lot of challenges these days. We come from a world we used to everything is regardless of whether it has any quality whatsoever. But we we we're really a very spoiled time. There's nothing to talk about. I'm not talking about you personally. It's all of us. We're, it's a very spoiled time. We really just, uh, we're so full of ourselves. We feel entitled. You know, we feel entitled. Why should I have to work so hard? <laughs> you know, what kind of service? What kind of service is this? <laughs> this is a, this is, a, would you serve Torah here? <laughs> what's happening? Where's my, what's happening? Why am I not enlightened? <laughs> I came here to be a tzaddik. What's going on here? I want to speak to the manager. You know, that's, we feel entitled. It's a, it's a, it's a very funny, t- it's a very funny time we're in. And then, it, rather than feeling, I'm not saying you, Yoni, you're, you're fine. I'm just like, but all of us, we're all like this. We're, uh, we feel entitled to things. You know, I want to see the manager. I've been here three days. I've been here three days, and I'm not even glowing. You know, where's my, uh, you know, what's going on over here? They said that Rav Chaim Shmulevitz at Sal once said that he said that a person would come uh, to the yeshiva. And the person wanted to learn the whole shas that day. And the, here's the joke: he didn't. That didn't bother him. He said. He said, but they also want to eat well and drink well and sleep well that day. He said, <laughs> that was. But that's what. That's what he found difficult. The fact that the guy wanted to learn the whole shas on one day, okay, do. But he also wants to sleep well and eat well and drink well that day. That's that's a little strange. But that's 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 this world. Hey, what's happening? Why? I'm, why wait a minute. I didn't sign up for the... That's so why I tell you. People come to the yeshiva all of a sudden and say, here, you know, do this. You know, okay, 
You, down, 100 push-ups, 300 this. They said, what's going on with that? They said, that's, that's the way it's done. That's the way it's done. So we... Um, that, uh, there's no way out. And this I explained so many times. You can't because the, because the, the, thing, the thing that you're striving for, that self is the result of the service of God. That, that's the reward. The reward is life. The reward is life. Really being there. Really being alive. Really uh, all the things that we're speaking about. So uh, there's no shortcuts. And not only no shortcuts, you have no shortcuts in the avoda, no shortcuts this, and also then, and all you're learning. You know, if you, if you have this masechta, not that masechta, it's a problem. This medrash, not that medrash, it's a problem. You know, who learned the medrash kaseder? You know, I, I knew I knew one guy. I knew one guy who mamish learned the medrash. You know, mamish learned daf al daf. He sat and learned the medrash. Um, amazing. You know, and I and every time I think about it, I think I say, you know, what am I missing? You learn the medrash daf al daf. And here, and every you know, here you learn medrash. You know, the midrash is so delightful. You discover another medrash. Every every one says, hey, where where have I been all my life? So, at the point where you got to push, we got to push very hard. Once you, not, that's what happens. The person gets it, and then all of a sudden they're very busy. That's all I'm trying. They're very busy. As I tell you, and as you get older, as a Ben Torah, you just, you know, you're not really looking for meaning. You're just, you're just looking for time. <laughs> that's all. You're just trying to figure out how to pack a little more in. That's all that's going on. You say, listen, what else can I do? I can shove it in between uh, here and here. You know, we're missing one thing. We say, you know, you know, the person should come to the next world with, you know, what they're learning in their hand. So that's the real thing. So uh, first of all, you'll get there. You'll get there. But uh, we got to work hard. That's not, there's no no shortcuts. I, every time that's what happens. We say, okay, guys, lots of fun today. We're, gonna, we're really going to learn the Gemara. Okay, great. Oh, that's good. Okay, what's happening? Well, we're working. Yeah, but and then uh, well, now work a little more. Yeah, no, no, that's it's, it's getting easier. No, it's actually getting harder. <laughs> okay, now nobody gets. That's what happens. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, you okay? Let's really let's really get into this Gemara. Okay, whoa. You know, I don't know a lot of the answers here. <laughs> You know my joke, that joke with the guy with the smart pills. You remember that joke? The guy's selling smart pills. They're actually dirt. You know, so the kid swallows one down. And the next, he finally falls the second one, you know, it's dirt. The second one he looks up, he says, hey, he says, this tastes like dirt. The guy says, hey, you're getting smarter already. <laughs> I was like, whoa, this is, you're right. You're right. I mean, I, but you have to realize what's happening when you... When you are when you are encountering, you're learning that way, and you're putting that effort. Now you're starting to you're starting to evolve. That's really what's happening. Imagine feeling you you know imagine feeling yourself starting to evolve into being. You're a block of you. You just you just you just, you're just a block of wood. Like you're a golem. You know, golem. Golem is un, is un, Golem is is just unworked material. Golem is raw material. You you're a golem. You know you you just you just a piece of you're a piece of cement. Hands start to form, fingers, you know, incredible. That's just that way you're learning. It's, a, it's, a, it's an awful lot of work. You know, some people go, oh, this is hard. Say, tell me about it. <laughs> I'll tell you one more, and you know this, because I told you, I told you this story a million times. There was one guy in the yeshiva who was a perfect laner. 
but perfect. I mean, really, really mamish perfect. I'm talking like letter perfect and uh, and every every trap, everything perfect. And one Thursday night, the yeshiva had gone away. And late Thursday night, my brother and I realized that we were supposed to lay in that Shabbos, the two of us, and we hadn't prepared. So he thought, well, go and run to this guy. He's great, you know, be easy for him. And we ran to him. We said, hey, you know, please, you know, we, we made a mistake. We forgot, you know. You, you're so good, it's easy for you. Could you, maybe you could take our place. You could. And he looks and says, oh, no. He said, it's very hard for me, he said. It, it takes me a long time. It takes me hours and hours to prepare, he said. And we realized how, how naive we were. We thought because this guy was letter perfect, it must have been it was easy. The answer is he was, he was very hard. He was letter perfect because he really, really put in a lot of work. How silly we were. We thought, wow, he's so good. It must be so easy for him. It wasn't so easy for him. He put in a lot of work. And, and, he, and, he, and here, he was, he was letter perfect. I'll say, and finally here, you say, well, that must be, uh, you know, learning must be easy for you. Who said that? Other Rabbi, the more you learn, the more you, you may know how to learn better. You know how to learn better, thank God. But other of the more you, the more you learn, the more you know, more you're in trouble. The less easy it is, the less easy it is to what's the word to uh, to hit the mark that that you that that you consider the proper mark. I remember when my son was 17, son Aaron. He said, "Abba," he said, "I don't understand my learning." So I was, I don't know. They said they said he was learning good. I don't know what was happening. So I said, "Show me." So he began to learn. And then when he showed me what he didn't understand, I said, I don't, those are also points I didn't understand. I said, Aaron, I said, if you want to learn like that, I said, that's, that's a lot of work. That's what you want to understand. You have to, you have to, that's not a problem, but you're going to have to work very, very hard. That's what you want to understand. He's already talking, he's already talking, he's already talking, he really, he really wants to understand. You really want to understand? That's a lot of work. The same thing over here, you, 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 you really want. That's yeah, a lot of work. Okay, but he, to bring it back home, because we're, we're at the time already, then we had to go back home. Here, that, look how this is the wonderful time that Hashem gave us. He gave us Rosh Hashanah. We get a, we get we get we get it straight. Hashem is the King. We belong to Him. This is what we are. There's nothing else happening. And He gives us this time. Hashem made tshuva. It's really the same time. Hashem made tshuva to Yom Kippur. Here, now we move all the distance. Okay, so. Uh, you know, so I mean, the only that's also something. We'll hear somebody at the other end a little way. Uh, okay, whatever, however, whatever degree we have, that's a great thing. That'll be a great thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing, to, if we can and to the degree that we can, that we cut our Yiddishkeit down to the service of God. That's really what we've been talking about. It's a great thing if we can do that. We can cut away all the other stuff. Just drop it, you know, like they, like the, like the rocket. Just drop all, drop all the, uh, drop all that ballast, whatever the story is there. Because that's what we're doing. And that's all we're doing. There's no Shabbos and uh, Shabbos and everything. It's all one thing. It's all the same thing. It happens to be the particular will of God. But that's all, that's all we're talking about. It's not because we're into the Shabbos or it's not because we're into davening or because we're into tefillin or into titus or into anything. It's just. It's just it's just the instructions of God. That's really what it is. But we we it's but now that we spoke about it, it's funny. We're just from we're from a funny world. We're from a world of entitlement and the and who's pleasing me, etc. The Torah is very pleasing. Don't worry about it. But that's not my point. But if we sell it to ourselves that way, we do ourselves a disservice because we forget. You know, we forget uh, what's really taking place. Hashem is giving us the gift of life. We follow His instructions. We come alive. We're really here. 
what everybody really wanted that's desperately what people really 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 wanted you know what people wanted so much to actually be alive we 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 are given the Hashem gave it to us we can have it we can have it and to such a degree you know Hashem sets up a, a, a this self-correcting mechanism in, in Yiddishkeit itself, Hashem sets up a self-correcting mechanism, gives us Rosh Hashanah, and gives us Yom Kippur, it's unbelievable, you know, to, to refocus us and put us back, put us back on the track again and again and again, so we have a chance to actually become what we're supposed to be, and actually to give us the gift of life, that's what's really happening. And as I mentioned so many times, there's just no way out of it, because that gift, as much as God gave it, you can't have it unless you take it. And that's what it says. It says choose life. It's, this, is a, this is one gift. It's, it's such a crazy thing. Like most gifts, you can, somebody gives, you receive. And here, somebody gives, and here, this gift you must take. There's just no other, no other, no, no other way out of it. And to the degree that you actually do it, you, you know it. Or to the degree that you do it, you become it. And there's no other way. It's not something you could be a spectator of. We're used to that. We're used to being spectators. We're passive in most of our lives. And here... Here, life cannot be done passively. We have to do it and we become it. You're, we're evolving. That's the, best way, that's the best way I can explain it. Every time you do a mitzvah, you're going out of, turning out of raw material. You're actually turning into a, a living and breathing creature. That's really what happens. Is that only when you do it out of consciousness that you grow? Really, really. But we have it. Then Hashem has all kinds of merciful things that He does for us. You know, when we're half-baked and halfway, it's actually that He keeps us in anyway. But really, yeah. Really, that's the whole point. The whole point is we have, we have kavana and we do we do what we're supposed to do and we're becoming alive. That's the Think of that. What kind of what kind of life is no consciousness? They're sleeping through. You know, we're, we're, so, so we see Hashem, we see Hashem has lots of mechanisms to to, uh, to back us up. But if we're ready, is in the real ways we do what we're supposed to do because we're supposed to do it the way we're supposed to do it and we start to change. We start to become what we're supposed to be. That's really. But any any thank God for anything we do. <laughs> Yeah, a person should always learn Thank God, thank God. So you see, Hashem has ways to back us up. All right, both that we should be successful.